0: hey what's up y'all this is part two of a multi-part episode so if you have not heard part one yet then by all means go back and listen to part one which should be the previous episode before listening to this one and if you have listened to part one then by all means go ahead and enjoy what's to come and here we go Jason Johnson actually got into a lot of trouble with the B Max with the black men. You gotta be kidding me. Yep, he's the biggest black men or trash person in the world. Come on, man. It's amazing. Yep, yep. So, 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 (sighs) So listen to this. So he's one of those people that thinks black men are like huge trash. But because he had the audacity to say black men are trash who are taking certain issues into account when they're making their trash decisions, that became caping for black men. And a lot of people got mad at him and they were like, you know, black men are only doing it because they hate black women, because they're misogynists, because they're patriarchs, because of this, that. And it's not because of the issues and how dare you. And Terrell stars is one of the people who was uh, saying that. And it was kind of like funny because I'm like, wow, when Jason Johnson becomes like... The uh, voice of
1: reason or whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
0: it's not even the voice of reason because he was still saying even after he... That, that, you know, oh no, they're trash. And a lot of them are sexist. And a lot of them should be voting for Kamala. Like, like he wasn't trying to use as a critique of Kamala. He was trying to say, like, these black men are being unreasonable. But at least being unreasonable based on how they view issues. Right. That was a bridge too far. And mm-hmm. when Terrell mm-hmm. Starr went on Twitter, and he's one of those, like, blue checks. He, he appears on, like, media as a talking head to talk about the black community. God knows why. Uh, when, he, when he went on to say that, this lady, Lexi Alexander, she's like, uh... Palestinian. Someone could argue that she's a white Palestinian. Some people would say that she doesn't count as white, but regardless, she's not black, right? And she's a blue check, and she's a director. She directed like um a Punisher movie, mm-hmm. the one that was called like War Zone or something. Oh yeah, yeah right? oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But she's one of those, she's one of those people. You know, these people love or really care about what non-black people, especially black people, act non-black people with access and blue checks. You know, think about them. Um, she jumped in. She goes, you know, I don't think this is um you know, fair to black men. I've worked with a lot of black men on the, um, Palestinian stuff, you know? And to say that, let me see, I guess you find what, what she said, because, because yeah, it's my, worth My seeing. quote tweet of
2: that dude is really doing numbers right now. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Like, I mean, he got caught. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got caught slipping. And like I said in my tweet, I said, you know, because his next tweet was, oh, well, we don't need to talk about this here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. caught, bitch. That's what happened. Your punk ass got caught by somebody that don't look like you. Like, like I said, I said, you hate black men so much, even non-black people are looking at you sideways. Yeah, yeah. You did
0: tweet that. actually. actually retweeted that one too yeah. yeah 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 you're right you're right you did say that um and that, and that this, just
2: goes to, that goes to show that what i've said for a long time you guys have heard me say this that these people do shit that they think white people want them to do white people don't tell them to do this shit and it's gone yeah, so they, far it's they've, jumped they've, the shark so far that they volunteer to do it yeah, yeah. And, and now the white people look at them like whoa <laughs> And then they hit a people. bridge too
1: far yeah. to where they're
0: not useful anymore.
2: Yeah, we can't even use you anymore. Right. Uh,
0: this this is what he said, right? He said, he said, um, I'll be reporting on this throughout the year, but I don't buy the logic that many black men aren't backing Kamala Harris because of a criminal justice record. Many don't like her because of their own insecurities and sexism. And I just wish they'd admit it and move the fuck on. And then um, someone tagged in lexi alexander and lexi alexander you know is this palestinian um uh, on the white side uh blue check i think she's palestinian yeah palestinian by blood german by birth american by choice is her profile she goes <clears throat> she, someone tagged in this tweet of hers where she says we, we're not going to do this again you're not blasting my timeline with how great and progressive kamala harris is you cannot be progressive except palestine don't at me at her and see if she can grow a conscience and she Posted like a link to how bad Kamala Harris is on Israel and you know talking about APAC. and because of that tag she ended up joining in on the conversation with Terrell Starr so then she goes to Terrell Starr right this is what she says to Terrell Starr one of the only redeeming features of the US to me personally is a massive solidarity campaign of black Americans for Palestinians for you to say that black men don't support the most pro-Israel democratic candidate because of sexism diminishes a great human rights campaign so she came in strong to support black men and it's true because look at uh mark lamont hill yeah this is what these people try to do anything good a black man does they try to act that like he's an exception oh, so yeah, yeah. to them mark lamont hill <clears throat> and even himself they count as not black men they they transcend straight black men status by doing good things it's The trash black men are the default uh, black men. So then Terrell Starr responds, not sure if this is directed to me, but my take isn't as simple as that. Not nearly. So starts getting sassy. But not sure if you directed that statement to me. And she goes, yes, it was directed to you. We know for a fact that Kamala Harris is problematic on many issues, progressives deem important. Palestine, Palestine is the issue I can speak on. To call black men or anybody sexist for not being a fan of hers is literally... Hillary Rodham Clinton Groundhog Day, like, you know, basically <laughs> doing the same thing all over again. And this is what they hate because one thing about them, they don't care if black people sass them because, no. you know, no, they're very dismissive. Same with Roland Martin. Roland Martin can sit for an hour respectfully. Richard fucking Spencer
2: right.
0: sit there like reasoned and with Yvette Carnell and antonio moore he's fucking flying off the handle and cursing oh yeah and swearing like like i don't know what the fuck his problem is why he can't talk to black he, people because he, he's same, a
2: boulet, bougie nigga that's his problem yeah
0: yeah they're trained even like obnoxious white people to have deference to them absolutely right? yeah and then this this is what terrell star said terrell Starr goes well in all due respect you aren't black so since i have a personal connection to that experience I think I speak to my own about that. And that's such bullshit because these people tagging white people or invite white people to talk on black issues
2: all, all the, time, the time.
0: As long as you're saying black men are trash. Yeah. So now that somebody is not black, suddenly they can't speak because they're not, because they actually had an audacity to say something nice about black men. And then she responds, you're correct. Maybe it's not my lane, but I'd like to at least make you aware of the fact that she's a human rights disaster for Palestinians and that many great and courageous black Americans And she didn't say black women, which burns them up because you're only supposed to say black women because they're saying something nice about uh, black people politically uh, have fought for Palestinian human rights. Some even lost lucrative jobs over it. Right. So then Terrell goes, here's another question. Do you think black men are factoring that in when they are voting for a candidate? I don't really think foreign policy factors come into play on these choices. It's a worthwhile convo, though. And that's not what she said. She goes, there's a lot of anti-aggressive reasons to dislike Kamala Harris. Palestine is one of them. So she didn't say that, you know, this is like the only reason or even the primary reason. She said it's one of the reasons. Right. So he's already trying to kind of move the bo- the goalpost mm-hmm. and create a straw man. And she goes, I can't f- quite find the right words to respond to this. Let me just answer. Yes, I can. I certainly believe black men in America are factoring in foreign policy. It's white Americans who don't give a shit, That's which true. something think Terrell is, is not going to jump on. He's not going to this white, white Americans. Right. You know. I, I seem to have a higher opinion. This was the, the real coup de grace. She goes, I seem to have a higher opinion of black men than you do, and it slightly stuns me. He, this is what he responded. You're really out of line, so we're going to end this convo. No yeah. need to reply. And then he, she she added, God bless her. Because this hope, hope a lot of these people do. They hope a lot of their like, uh, non-black or white guilt will get them to like, defer you know, under that whole ally thing. Like, I'm supposed to not talk. But she just kept coming in. She goes, you did ask me if I believe that black men factor that in during the, the election. Which is fucking true. Yeah. He asked her the question. Yeah. They yeah. told her she's out of line. Like, this guy is not fucking bright. That's that's like, why is he on TV? I don't even understand like, these because people are not bright. points, that's it. Yeah, they're almost, they're almost selected because they're not bright. Yeah. That's the sad thing.
2: Right? Like they said, useful idiots.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she so basically said, you don't want to ask me. She asked me, trust me, it was uncomfortable for me to reply. Like, like she, she told me the truth. She goes, you fucking asked me this shit, asshole. Like, why you? I didn't want to talk about it. He goes, he goes, no, you went past that. That was personal. Nothing to do with politics. You really are stepping out of your place with me, saying you care about black men more than me. Let's end this convo you know and she goes i didn't say that i care more than you i said like you know uh it's going on and on she said they had a higher opinion but you know it's it's fucking true and and um a lot of black people kind of joined in like we're taking her side like you know like oh, yeah. uh get him you know and that's what i was kind of trying to say to uh d where i'm saying like i think this is kind of what we have to do we have to make this the norm or even white people are disowning them because first off once the white people start jumping on our talking points they're going to start writing their own articles about it which is what started happening the intercept did a whole article about angela rye mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: her lying the, the, ass the, yeah the intercepted <laughs> a whole article about angela rye roland martin joy reid and all these people about how they're creating this totally unsubstantiated campaign of pretending that all the ados and black people who are against Kamala Harris are all bots and trolls, and mm-hmm. it was written by a non-black person right. to boot, and and that burns that? them up because to them nothing is real until a white and person, white person writes it. it. Right? Who was the person? So, that, so, so who, what, who, who who were they writing it in? Uh, the Intercept, uh, owned by oh, yeah, okay. uh, by, by, Glenn, by Glenn Greenwald, and they interviewed and talked to uh, Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore and those people. The article was called. Black critics of Kamala Harris and Cory Booker push back against claims that they're Russian bouts. and it was mm-hmm. written by um, Aida Ch- Chavez, like uh, who, seems, who seems like a white Latina, mm-hmm. um, and that burns them up because you know, like we said, nothing is real until white people think it. You know, and to see like notable white people uh, jumping on this against them that scares them because it's kind of like you know, you know, there's a Key and Peele skit where this guy is a token black guy in a group, is a singing group, and then. Another black token black guy joins the group and then the first token black guy starts getting like scared because oh, wait a minute, I'm these white people's favorite black person. <laughs> right. And they both start like kind of warring to win over the group of white people. They start fighting with each other and seeing like who can sing more. And then the white people in the group are like, Oh wow, um John can really hit that run. Wow. And then the other black guy starts to hit like a, a a harder run, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wow, good job there. And it, they start, like, dancing and just competing to win over being the good yeah. white people's favorite and, and, and,
1: and another note that it hits on is that <clears throat> they're deathly afraid of losing that that social capital that allows them to, to serve as sort of gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. So if there's another yes. lane, yeah. or another path that opens up for this other group of unacceptable Negroes to get to have their voices heard and get out there. But it's coming from the, the so-called left. That's really going to kill them. right
0: exactly and that's just and not just the left but uh more centered people like like, like liberals you know right exactly if if it's like bernie bros you know they don't really care if bernie bros like a black person but if it it gets traction and it provides a lane
1: around them to where you ain't even got to deal with them about these issues and you're gonna get heard and have you have it amplified that's gonna
0: kill him because Lexi Alexander is very mainstream like like she directs like you know mainstream productions she's in Hollywood she's somebody who's one of those like representation matters types so she's one of those people that they want to be good with because you know they hope she's going to get them work she's one of the people that's kind of in that center closer to the center closer to the liberal you know camp you know so when they lose her that kind of like really kind of scares them. Well, they don't, stuff.
2: They, well, you know, mm-hmm. they use that whole, you know, because she's white, you know, what I'm saying to them, they don't care if she's Jewish, she's white. So for uh, them, uh, yeah.
0: she's, she, she's, she's Palestinian, but, but yeah, well,
2: you know, they, they don't look at that kind yeah, yeah. of shit. So they yeah. look at it, they look at it like, okay, you're on our side. Just don't fuck this up. That's how they look. How they <laughs> yeah, look at
0: yeah, you. yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: And she Think- fucked up the church's money by what she said yesterday. <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
1: And, yep. And yep, And I want to go back to Terrell Starr because he he did something real real slick there. And I think it's a little more sinister than 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 it may appear on the surface. See, he's already showing his hand. Like his dog oh, yeah. in the race is Kamala Harris. Right. Yep. He's not he's that, that's not even other factors are not even into playing into consideration in yeah. his math. And, sa- and like, same
0: day, and same day, he posted an interview of himself talking to her, where he was like asking her softball questions. The same day he did the stretch. So, exactly. We'll see. Yeah. And there you
1: go. And now, see what I what I tweeted out was that notice how he hasn't highlighted the equally tepid reaction we've had to Cory Booker and some of the other candidates that have announced that they're running. He chose right. to highlight Kamala Harris, so that shows right there he has a horse in the race, and then. I didn't even know what you just said is that he he already had a softball interview with it. So yeah, it's just... and,
0: and he had with her last year too. So he's been on this. Oh, so to he, access then, to her. Yeah, he's
1: on that train, and we're derailing and, and he, that train.
0: And, <laughs> and he's definitely he's definitely angling for a job because if he's given her this many softball interviews, she knows him. Oh yeah, by, by face. For sure, face by face. Yeah, and we're so fucking like, it up. we're, we're, we're
1: in the Ain't nobody messing with Cory Booker, right? right. We, Cory Booker was was such a joke when he announced that he was running. That he he pretty much got laughed out of the room. When he was announced, you know, what I'm saying people are taking Kamala somewhat serious, but Cory Booker, we we spent what thirty minutes laughing about him with the t bone story.
2: It's almost it's you someone, know what like, I'm like it's almost like when they say, you know, oh, the the black men aren't going to vote for her just because of misogyny. Really, what you're doing is you're telling on yourself. The only reason you are voting for her is because it's a woman, right? You exactly. don't give a damn no, about no, see, no, no, no. I don't even think it's just only specifically because she's a woman.
1: That's just what they use as their bludgeon, right? To beat people in line and to shame right. people. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Because these people hate Nina Turner and she's right. a black woman. No. You know, but, they but want, she's
1: the- they're doing that because this is their mill ticket, bro. This is the mill you know ticket, saying? right? That's their mill ticket. That's their ride back into what they thought that they were going to be getting under Hillary Clinton.
2: And, and do you is... see, and do you think that this is pretty much the last ride? Like after this, if the Democrats fuck this up, <laughs> it depends oh on who
1: ends up. It's so much that can happen between now and 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 when the election pops off. Man, like she's stumbling out of the gate now, but who's to say that you know some type of. Nonsense won't happen, and then you know she ends up correcting the ship. So right. you know
0: we'll see, but I hope and, that's the case. And they can always cheat, like with the super delegates, like, like like the, the, the DNC yeah. is not afraid to. Uh, oh, they'll cheat. cheat. They're scrupulous. Or, or, or well, we saw things. that yeah. with Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. yeah. yeah. Bernie. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but 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 you know, like uh I think what D said is really important and shouldn't be um just glossed over. Is that they don't really care that she's a woman, except in the, so far as they can use those optics to uh, push their pop intersectionality because this is what they think. <laughs> They're like, okay, Hillary was a woman, so because she was a woman, we can use the optics, the, the superficial representation optics to paint everybody who's against her as, as a misogynist. A misogynist right? Right. Now with Kamala Harris, because to, to these people, regardless of what intersectionality is supposed to be, you can argue about what Kimberly Crenshaw meant or what how what the proper way to use it and if even the proper usage is good some people say even the proper usage is a joke and some people say the proper usage is not a joke but regardless of what the proper usage is to these people the way they use it is just as weaponized identity to insulate you from any criticism and to use as a bludgeon against people at will right and so so what they think is hey Kamala Harris is intersectional like like somebody actually tweeted that like oh you know this 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 attorney general who like you know has no progressive policies doesn't do anything in her history for black people or women or sex workers or anything (laughs) yeah she's intersectional because she's a woman in black she's the most intersectional candidate uh and, and she's from immigrant background like like that alone, just having the identities made her intersectional, not yeah, her actually. role as a
1: prosecutor negates a lot of that right out of right off the dribble. You know what I'm yeah, saying? As a yeah. prosecutor, yeah. your job is to uphold sanctions of the state. Like yeah. you're there as a representative
2: of the interests <laughs> of the state. Right. I mean, yeah, if yeah. she's such an intersectional, yet she's blocking up single black women with children. Right. For, and
0: for, them. for, for, for truancy. Yeah. yeah. Right. This is, this, is, this is how they think, right? They think if you're a white man, right? And say you're a white guy, and you're like, man, all I fucking care about is intersectionality. I just wake up and I just jerk off intersectionality. It's all I think about. <laughs> Everything I'm going to do is going to be about, you know, getting people out of prison. It's going to be about helping women, helping black people. If you're a black woman, I'm going to pass all these extra laws. I'm gonna do this and that. I'm gonna run as a uh, far leftist. I'm not gonna be like a Democrat. I'm not gonna be under the Hillary Clinton umbrella. But this is all I care about. I wanna, I wanna fucking abolish prisons. Hey, I wanna just give every like, like the more identities you have, the more laws I wanna pass for you. Like you know, if you're this, if you're this, if you're a disabled black lesbian sex worker immigrant undocumented that is also uh, transsexual and also. Uh, in prison, I'm gonna just give you a ton of money and expunge your record. Like, I'm an intersectional person. It's like, like if, if you had that person going against somebody like Kamala Harris, who's like an immigrant, black, Indian woman, and then Kamala Harris was gay and in a wheelchair, <laughs> right? And all the policies oh, were just about locking up, and all the policies <laughs> were just about locking up the people, they would think that on, ha- gay Kamala Harris in a wheelchair is more intersectional than the white guy. Shit.
1: <laughs> so the white guy with the actual proven track record—he don't be, matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, less- <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, he'd be less intersectional. He would, only be, he, he would
0: not only be less intersectional; they would say he's against intersectionality. They would lecture him intersectionality goes listen, you need to learn about intersectionality because yeah. you are—you you are like this, this is what would happen to them, right? He'd have all these policies. They would both be in the debate, on the debate floor, and then Kamala Harris would be like, well, you know what? I think we should just lock up niggers left and right, right? And I think um, these these black bitches need to go to jail for being <laughs> being being truant. And then in the debate, he would be like, listen, I think that's wrong, and I think if anything, black people and black women need more protection because they face more um, oppression. These people would lecture him saying it's not intersectional to talk to a black woman like oh, you, need, you need to listen
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> to black women. You need to listen to black people. Yeah you you, right? the,
0: yeah. They would say you are not intersectional because you disagree with a black woman. <clears throat> but by by standing up for black women and mm. and black people and, and women in a in a way tangible that, you know, way. Yeah that, right. that, that that talked over that, that talked over the voice of our candidate who was saying to lock them up? That was the most intersectional, the most anti-intersectional thing you could have done. They would do that and too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would, they would do that. They would say that he would be less intersectional because he disagreed with it. Because that to them is what intersectionality is. Intersectionality is listen to me because I'm black and a woman and gay. That, right. That's all it is. You know? I'm saying and the
2: most hot bullshit ever but listen to me and then at and if you don't listen to me i can be saying the most dumbest shit ever like you're saying like she's saying all this crazy stuff and they'll say well you didn't listen you didn't you didn't let her finish what yeah exactly (laughs) so you're
0: anti-intersectional you cut her off to stick up for oppressed people right and that makes you anti-intersectional not because of what you said you know because we're not even listening to that it's because you disagreed and you got in the way of our bag that's the two things disagreeing with somebody who is going to help them get the bag that's all they care about are you gonna help us get the bag and this is a big trick with these people and this is something that a lot of people have to understand they don't even though they primarily bash black men they don't like any black people no they They don't don't. like black men are just the weak point they can use you know they're the crack that you can hit to break the whole structure they're the weak point so they're trying to destroy the black community by focusing on black men, and because they know that in the white community, men are safe to attack. You know, white people just think of the black community as the white community in blackface. So they know that you know the same way it's okay to attack white men, it's also okay to attack um black men. That's why they're always trying to tell people that black men are the white people of black people because right. they want you to think of black men as white men. Yeah, they can get you to think of black men as white men. Then that means that black men are automatically punching up when you go at them Mm -hmm. because attacking white men is punching up. That's why they're so into you thinking of black men as the heads of the community, because then now you can just hit them all you want because everyone agrees with uh, that punching up is okay. Right. And that's
1: how a social cultural meme is created. You repeat it over and over again and you otherize an entire group of people. and And then you apply certain pathologies to that particular group. So what they want to do is they want to separate themselves from the larger black community, particularly black men, right? Black men are the scapegoat. So they're going to create this, this social meme that's going to stick in the consciousness of people. And they're going to be able to use that as a crowbar, as a way to get themselves some special seats and benefits within the society that they want to fit in, which is next to the white people. Right. And get away from the kitty table where the black people are sitting at, man. Right. That's, and that's they that's don't and whole- they
2: don't even know they don't even know they don't even really know what the end game is because they don't know what's going to happen. You know, for, for fuck's sake, say they get to the white table. They have no idea what's going to happen when they get there.
0: Facts. But, but these, here, these here. people, these people are hustlers, like in a bad way. Like, you know, you know, hustlers go from hustle to hustle. Yeah, oh yeah. They don't really have a career plan. They just want to get the next year taken care of. They want to get the next two years taken care of. But here's like, the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I well, think
1: what they what, what, see, here's the thing, man the money is in the victimization of black Mm -hmm. males right because we are the most whatever the issue is you name it we're at the bottom of it so they can't run too far away from us whatever right so they know okay we want to get away from these niggas but nobody's going to pay attention to us if we just specifically talk about our little issues because the the real harm is actually, you know, factually, with the numbers speak for themselves, is happening to black males. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of the situation. And so whenever resources come to the community, they're going to have to be poured into absolving those problems. And so they have to figure out a way like, damn, you know, how can we get them to just direct those resources to us so we could really get away from those dudes. Because right. that was so disgusting about what they were doing when they were um with the Mike Brown situation and with Eric Garner and Trayvon Martin and all those. They capitalized off of those deaths. They received millions and millions of dollars. Yep and they turned around and did nothing in those communities with
0: that money. Yeah, yeah, all they did is become a gay activist group. That's really. all they did, that's, 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 that's all that's they all, did. That's, that's all they did, and they never gave back, and all they ended up becoming, going to the awards. I think the Black Lives Matter people, some of the founders ended up um, going, going to. to the Oscars before April Rain did. And that was right? what you <laughs> said,
1: the next hustle. Yeah. The next
0: yeah, hustle. So, so suddenly, like, media darlings and pushing memoirs. Like, how are you gonna push a memoir? You haven't even, like, you haven't done anything. I yeah. remember a couple years ago uh, when, um, Aki and I were arguing with people online, because these people kept coming at us about stuff. We were talking to them, and we're like, "Like, we're on the front lines for you. We're on the front lines for you. We're on the front lines for you. And then Aki and I kept asking, on the front lines doing what? Right. What did you do? What did you accomplish? Because first of all, all you did was you got on the front lines when people were already on the front lines, and you took the camera space away from them. You just basically photobombed protests. You basically yeah. just showed up in protest and jumped in front of the cameras. And <laughs> took away from all the activists, took all the attention that was there away from them so they couldn't get any of their actual community needs met. And then when the cameras left, you followed the cameras and all the activists who were left behind got bupkis for what they were um, wait, waiting for. Yeah. And the symptom, the symptom that they all answered, and I just couldn't believe that these people actually said this. And a lot of them said this. It so goes, well, Oscar's so white. Oscar's so white. The hashtag. Like, yeah, but not just that. <sighs> Think about this. This is how fucking ass backwards these people are. You started a movement. How do you get? How do you arrive at a movement that starting at the starting point of dead black men in the hood who right. are poor, um, or you know lower middle class, getting unfairly executed by the state, and somehow end up at the end point where the victory is so black, right. <laughs> black million, black millionaires right. getting getting trophies for their
2: bookcases because <laughs> they, like, like, they stacked up a bunch of dead black men's bodies and used it as a fucking ladder that's how
0: yeah yeah ba- basically it's like you went from you started a movement that was supposedly ostensibly starting the idea
2: of <laughs> helping
0: like like neely fuller's definition of justice is uh, the people who need help the most getting the most help so you started at the point of supposedly helping the poorest most underrepresented uh, least resource people who are getting like executed at will by the state without repercussions took a journey where you ended up with the win like, if that was a movie would that make any sense like you know with the final scene in the movie is a bunch of millionaires win Oscars like like, right. like, right. like Wait, how,
1: what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah like like, did I miss a scene like, yeah, like I was just gonna happened, say that yeah did I skip a scene like what yeah and you should be ashamed of that to actually put that up as a defense shows how fucking like they're so craving to power that they can't even realize that's a bad thing to say in answer to the question you should be ashamed to answer that question with that like you know but yeah, they're so tough. stupid and asked backwards. They're they so internalized striverism and cravenness that they actually think it's a good answer to give people. Like we got millionaires, um, a bunch of gold trophies. And then the final stage of that, like like the aftermath of them of the movie, the end credits after the you know, the end scene after the credits is like April Rain now taking the prom pictures at the um at the Oscars. Oh, it's uh, like it's
2: like those movies that you wonder what happened to the people after the movie was over. They show her a yeah picture at the Oscars.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first scene is like Mike Brown getting shot, right? And then, and then the epilogue scene is um uh, a, a middle class black lawyer getting invited to the Oscars to rub noses with um millionaires because she helped a couple of them get statues, right? Yeah, that's right. a powerful right. point, man. That's a, yeah. that's a powerful point you really drove that home yeah what activism is meant to help the people higher than you like how is that activism activism is supposed to be like what nearly full justice is it's supposed to help people lower than you and pull them up and you took uh, a movement that was meant to help the lowest people and you turned it into uh, a party celebrating um of the the people who need help the, the least. Party. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. If you look at the true do.
1: activists, man, there's some suffrage that goes. There's a lot of suffering that goes with that, man. How about, oh, all the, yeah. people per-
0: how about all the people from How about the people in Ferguson who died? Who died? Uh, they're yeah, per- they're dead now, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Every
1: single one of them, well, just about every single one of them. If they're not dead, they're they're maligned, right? Yeah. They they're totally no one knows who those people are. They have to go to these uh, these colleges where people like DeRay are giving lectures, getting paid yeah. 10 racks to speak yeah. at these places. And the yeah, guy yeah. who started the movement shows up and no one knows who he is. And then it looks like he's crazy yeah. because yeah. DeRay
0: stole his yep. his yep. message
1: and his movement. And he's yep. up there reaping the fruits they're yep. getting Darren, all the benefits from it.
0: Darren, Darren Seals is dead. Yep. He became yep. a household name after he died, you know, because, of yep. course, once you die, you're safe to promote because you're not going to take away any speaking opportunities from them yep. once you're dead. Now it's okay to mention you. Um, But then those other people. Remember that, remember that picture that was iconic? He's already been erased. But remember the guy with the American flag shirt? That yeah, was he current, got killed, yeah? didn't he?
2: The yeah, 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 they killed yeah. him. Yeah, he got killed he a died couple years um, after Darren Seals.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, ruled a suicide. And then the daughter of one of the activists was uh hung, and they said it was a uh, um, suicide. Someone else, DeAndre Joshua, was found shot to death and burned in his car, wow. the same way uh, Darren seals was shot, found burned in his and car. And I think the guy that was with Mike Brown,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I think they found him dead. The Why, guy that I... was at the liquor store with him, if I'm not mistaken,
2: I want somebody
1: oh. that was closely associated with that case in the very beginning. He's yeah. dead as well, burned inside yeah. of a car. Huge
2: conspiracy with that <laughs> case, man. You know, what yeah. And, if you want to and take and this it woman...
1: even further than that, like go outside of I it, mean, look at the mysterious, I would say, mysterious circumstances under which Erica Garner died. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Erica Garner, um, Melissa, McKin- Melissa McKinney's was somebody who was involved in the movement, and she woke up to her son being hung she, she put the picture yeah. on social media it's very disturbing but she was involved in the ferguson uh movement and she was uh an activist and so meanwhile the actual activists on the ground who were not known they were there before the black lives matter and the de all those people they jumped in front of them they took all the camera space they parlayed it into book deals into speaking tours that's where that guy crashed uh the thing mm-hmm. and then uh, April Rain, you know, jumped in and, you know, she went from being disbarred because she got suspended. Uh, I didn't say that part because it wasn't in the article, but she got suspended from uh, the practice of law for her her involvement in that in 2016. So first she got barred for two years from, um, which was April Sands. She got barred for two years from <laughs> um, getting any government jobs, right? And then I have this memo here, right? It comes from the Maryland courts. and It's from 2016, right? As recently as 2016, she was still going by April Juanita Sands. And this is what it says. Indefinite suspension by consent on January 5th, 2016 for violating the Hatch Act on numerous occasions while working for the Federal Election Commission by soliciting political contributions. So so not only to, to go back to the sunk costing, she not only lost her job, a good government job that is like basically uh, like a dream for a lot of black people to get that good government job that you can just retire from and be taken care of. She lost that. She never got her Obama job. And like I said, you know, these people, that mental accounting, that counts as a loss to them because she took psychic ownership of that obama position that that uh access because she seems to be like a groupie she wants to be around famous people she cares more about uh, fame and access to fame than security you know uh to spread yeah. that to actually losing your law license indefinite suspension right so when you take that into account like think of all the sunk costs there like that's where these people are getting crazier and crazier like mm-hmm. some of these people have had tangible losses for their striving and instead of like using this to say you know what Let's take a step away from the gambling table. Like, you know, Kenny Rogers, you got no know when to fold him. Right. They're, they're not listening to that song. They're like, yo, I'm going to come back to the table harder. I've got to. <laughs> I um, got my house wins. deed now.
2: <laughs> I got the yeah. house deed on the table.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like people like, so you've gone from like those people dying in cars and burning to April Sands getting invited to the the Hollywood prom. Uh Gushing thirst traps over uh, Christopher Evans. She's one of those people. Um, after that Oscars, there were a bunch of people like thirsting over Christopher uh, Chris Evans. Uh, yeah, helping my
1: wife those those tweets. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Regina King won the Oscar, and he helped her up. And they were all just thirsting so hard. It was so embarrassing. All these like blue check black women and 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 gay black men like like Shea Butter and Slave Play Twitter were both like uh like the Wonder Twins. Like shame of thir- form of thirst. Like they're slapping the rings. <laughs> together and just like going, going nuts. Like that's the most criminal thing. They These were doing
2: the same thing. I know, you know, I don't know if you paid attention to it, but during the football season, Travis Kelsey is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Oh, I remember. Oh, oh and he dates a black woman. Yeah, they
2: did oh, the so same thing. Oh, so even more, yeah. With Chris yeah, Evans,
0: they, th-
1: they gave him props because he asked a black woman for a number one time. Right. Like, oh, that's yeah. enough for me. He, OK. Yeah. yeah.
0: And a bunch of them brought that up in the, um, you know, in, in the in the thing. But not only but, did but, they bring it up, they actually acknowledged in that thread <laughs> that man, the bar
1: is so low for white men that we. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, no. They said men. They didn't say white men. And other people called out. No, you mean the, the bar is low for white men white because men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, for black men, you wouldn't be praising. Them. If anything, this is what happened. If a black man helped her out, they'd be like typical black man stepped in the spotlight. You know, yeah. had to make it about him, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's just his way. Yeah, but you yeah
2: know? You know, that's what they're We're doing just... with Russell Wilson right now. Oh, yeah. 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 They're doing yeah. that with him yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. yeah, he bought her Sierra's Masters, and somehow that was a problem. Like, yeah. Right.
1: You know what's funny, man, is uh, when Kim brought up a little while a while back in, during the recording about how. Normal black people, you know, they don't know what the hell's going on with all this stuff and, you know, getting them to understand. Every once in a while, I have to do a sanity check to make sure I'm not going crazy. Right. So I'll take something that's going on on Twitter and I'll show it to my wife because she's not on social media like at all. Like in nothing, she's not on any social media platform. So I'll say, "What do you think about this?" And then she'd be like, "What the hell is that?" You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, so it just lets me know, like, okay, I'm not. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, like, no, yeah. It's, it's true. The reality it's true. check,
0: right? But, but okay, this is what's crazy, right? So all this stuff that I told you about April Sands, now known as April Reigns, like in 2015, this is how she started the hashtag. She, she, um, she hashtagged something in 2015 where she said hashtag oscars so white they asked to touch my hair so the, the whole sentence was the oscars are so white they asked to touch my hair you know like uh and that's how it all took off <clears throat> on on her website this is all it says about april right if you go to her website and you click about april it says april rain right she, she, she made her new name april rain right april rain practiced law for nearly 20 years honing her talent for public speaking and persuasive writing but it wasn't until she walked away from her legal practice that she's found her true passion and it's like oh my oh, god she walked away from yeah, her legal you got,
2: practice you fire. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah fired for fucking chilling and trying to uh all these fucking people you know but a lot of these articles that are written about her right a lot of these articles that are written about her are written by like her friends mm-hmm. you know mm. they're written by her friends so they're helping to kind of reform her, you know, they're always trying to talk about her and leave out that, you know, she she did it. She did all it's this scammer. shit. Yeah. 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 And and it's like, remember that clip that we're looking at about how unfunny people are like a like a mafia. Hold on. Let me uh just play it again. Hold on. And we've let
3: them into the comedy community and we've allowed them in. Um because a lot of these people that write these ridiculous articles are part-time stand-ups or they work in the business and they've been they've been received with open arms because there are a lot of comics out there that are not funny and those people need press and these people these media types that do comedy sometimes have access to the press and they write articles but unfunny people are loyal to each other the way the mafia used to be this is true people that are not good at this band together and i mean
0: and he's talking about stand-up comics but everything he's saying totally applies to this untalented 10th. Like this untalented 10th are like this with each other. They're always mentioning each other in each other's articles. They're always like plugging each other Trying to write each other like puff pieces when they bash black men, like you know, in those things where they were bashing black men for how they supposedly didn't support Jesse Smollett. They said, "Here are the people you should listen to." And you always listen to the same ten people. Same sure ten people, of... right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sort sure of kind of embarrassed now because now you're like, okay, you kind of put all of us together in a place we didn't want to be, like on team, you know, Jesse Smollett. But I mean, this goes on, it goes on a little bit more. But when you listen to this and you think about, and it's funny, it also applies to them. Even literally, because even with comedy, they're all pretending that Amanda Seals is funny and that <laughs> uh, Issa Rae is funny. Yeah. So it, it actually applies to them literally when it comes to the comedians in the circle. But it applies to them as intellectuals, as thinkers, as politicians, uh, everything. Hold on.
3: They may be good at a million things. They may be good at networking. They may be good at marketing themselves. They may be good at capitalizing on whatever's out there. But you know they're not funny. I know they're not funny. You can see it. And or in this it. case, they're not smart. Crowds tell them they're not funny. The things they do online are never funny. Smart. They're clever. Occasionally on Twitter, they can make a pun. It's funny. It's for a second. But it's not that real guttural laugh. The laugh that people spend decades trying to perfect their craft. The laugh that Patrice O'Neill got. The laugh that people like fucking Joan Rivers got. Those...
0: Yeah, or, or in this case, in the terms of intellectual, it's not an insight. Like, you know, the same way, like, you know, the comedians he's talking about can't get that real guttural laugh. You will never read these people and get a real insight. Like, if you listen to Champagne Sharks, you'll listen to us, and you'll, like, walk away, like... Like damn i never thought about that like i actually feel smarter for this you'll get from like a lot of people like like you listen to like a lot of people in the new black media you know and you'll be like you know damn this is uh you know like i was listening to um the black authority the other day and he had like one and i'm like i walked away from that i'm like wow i never thought about that one before you know like Mm. like the same way that these people that he's talking about will never make you actually like laugh from like your gut. Like these people will never ever make you actually think about anything. They're only there to just- Grandstand. Um, yeah, that you'll never feel grandstand.
2: smarter walking around, walking away from them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're only there to, to tell people what they already wanna believe, you know? Like, or, or like or like uh, Dee says, sheepdogging. I yeah. always love that term. And plus, Ben,
1: like, what you just described re- requires someone to have introspection, right? And yep. for someone to be introspective, they have to have humility. And these people don't have no humility, man, so they'll never look inside themselves and consider that somebody's point could be right or have their... Perspective changed or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: especially not course. not the black masses. because They no. have total contempt for them. Totally. Maybe yeah, white. People, maybe maybe white people. Um, hold on. There's only like 40 seconds left in this clip, but I think it's worth it. Hold on.
3: Guttural fucking laughs. These people are not getting. They never will get them. And they're they're angry about that. That kind of pisses them off. But what they've done is they've built a career on everything but that. Everything but funny. <laughs> and in order to do that, you need other people. Who have your back? Who will go, no, 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 they're great. What are you talking about? It's like the emperor has no clothes. All the emperors. Many this is of the exactly what the people are doing now. Naked walking around town. Angela Rye you need other mind. people to go, yeah, absolutely. You look great. And you watch these trailers for these specials and you say to yourself, you're like, oh, a lot of these people have talent but it's not it's not the kind that evokes laughter from a room full of people it's not
0: yeah and i think that clip is perfect because it's literal to them like mm. all the entertainers they're like and they celebrate you know like uh the two dope queens There's nothing Ama- amanda seals that. Issa ray you know like like None of them are going to make you laugh, but it also applies to the intellectuals in their circles. Like, you know, the old Talented Tenth, the old Harlem Renaissance, they had people who were comedians. They had people who were intellect, public intellectuals. They had people who were novelists, authors, and they were all like talented. Like The Untalented Tenth has a swath of people on the same fields, but they're all like a mafia of untalent. You know, mm-hmm. and and like, what this guy says is perfect. Like they're angry,
2: like but they've cornered they the market real... everywhere. They've cornered the market in print media. They've cornered the market on TV. I mean, you can't get away from them.
0: Yeah, and 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 they they replace. They get yeah. by. This is the only, this is the only talent they have: gaming white people. Yes, like they they've been in all white spaces all their life. All they've learned is how. To be good mascots To white people Yes That's their gift But they're also and, angry They're mascots To white people And they, they kind it. of hate Yeah They hate it at the same time And they have a weird Kind of love-hate Relationship with their Mascot status Which is what mm-hmm. All of slave play Was about Like just people Working out How they're addicted To white people But they can't quit them You know That's a great point Yeah You tied Damn. that in yeah, well. yeah Yeah And that's and that's the whole thing And they're also Angry black people Because this is what They're angry at black people before. They're angry at black people For being so fascinating so having so much swag having so much culture and appeal through their niggerness that white people want to know more about them like they feel like you have forced me to pretend to be one of you mm-hmm. to get access to these people i want to be next to yeah, my, and corny, my corny you.
2: blackness is not good enough for them
0: yeah 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 you guys and your fucking authenticity is making it hard for me to be an honorary white. And I hate that I fucking have to slum to your level. Like I have to become you in my quest to shed you.
2: And you said, (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
1: they they got it. They're they're so talentless that they created a whole, they couldn't win in any of the categories. So they had to create an entirely new category to compete in that no Mm -hmm. one else was competing in, in order to feel special and say that, you know, that they're winning
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I have to i have to do minstrelsy I have to do they have to do uh refined minstrelsy i have to be Issa Rae rapping in a mirror talking about broken pussy and doing fake ghetto right. voices or and i they have think to that's be... what
1: the black community is talking about
0: right. yeah yeah right. and and i gotta do this because i know that white people they only want to see me as black first like i'm going to use black i'm using my blackness to get in the door and then once i'm in there i hope i can shed it and impress them and to become mm. an honorary white And I can't fucking do it. They still want me because I'm black. So I'm forced to keep uh, slumming and cosplaying as you when I have total contempt for you. But at least the revenge I can get is that I'm going to present you in the most stereotypical way uh, possible while I'm making my coin off of you. You know, and that's, um, that's crazy what shit, these people man. are. That's yeah. a head fuck. Well fucking- said. Well said. I got yeah. nothing to add to that. Yeah. Let's see. Last thing I would like to add, right? So so April Rain, all these articles, you know, because they're written by people in her mafia, the the pundit version of what this guy was talking about in his shit, right? Mm. Uh, so they had all these pieces and not a single one talks about that she was fucking, you know, for Well, she was basically fired for malfeasance, and she was barred from government work. She was disbarred from um, indefinitely and and all this stuff. And how can all these puff pieces about Oscar so white, not a single one of these pieces talks about this? Like, you know, isn't what I'm saying sound crazy? Like, it just sounds crazy, doesn't it? You know, like... Like, like, she's gone from that. And it kind of shows that the white people don't even care what the, what the niggas do. They're just like, you know, they're just letting black <laughs> people write about black people. They're not even double checking this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. L- like, like uh, they give these people a beat. They're like, okay, we need you to write about this, this nigger shit, travel." Like, uh, you got it, right? And Travel's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll write about it. And then he writes an article, Oscar So White Creator April Rain on the 2018 Oscar nominations and you just had this whole big puff piece after puff piece and this reinvention is kind of crazy. It's almost like she's able to use how unseriously people take her to almost reinvent herself. You know what I'm saying? That's her yeah. own
1: cultural currency. That's her currency, right? That 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 space that she fits in right there. To be the black interpreter to white people. That's it. That's all she can do, man. That's her own and, act.
0: And and I don't think they even think of her as a black interpreter because I think they don't even really actually no, no uh, yeah in interpreter
1: country. was the wrong was the wrong yeah guy.
0: yeah but but they, but they present her as that no no, right. no no you are right they present her as an interpreter but deep down you know she's not actually an interpreter they like her because first it's entertaining to like you know it's a joke to have her up there you know and it's like letting you know the, the hoi polloi into the into the the ball and let them eat and you can laugh at the bad table manners you know mm-hmm. with the rest of your rich friends and stuff oh this is this is the example you gave Ken, that I thought was brilliant. Trading place trading place. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Reggie. That's Emmons. the
0: example. <laughs> he he was saying that that uh, her at the Oscars is basically like Eddie Murphy in trading places where part of the joke is putting him in that space and laughing at him, but they never really seriously planned to let him have anything, you know? It was just part of the joke. Yeah, I mean, still- that's, that's it. And what's going to be funny with her, what's going to be really funny with her is like, uh, they know she's selling herself cheap. And oh, what they yeah. like about her too is she's putting him in a position where they don't have to deliver anything. Like, what would you rather do? Like, have to give people reparations, have to reform the police, or just... Give well, a couple of with, black people with, Oscars and invite her to a party. Well,
2: yeah, I was going to say with, you know, with simple simpletons like her, you know, that, you know, we she wants us to believe that it was spontaneous. They invited me. Man, they had a conversation with her ass before they put her on TV.
0: Are you serious? Oh, yeah.
2: and, <laughs> and like, the, OK, and and there's, there, there's not going to be any fuckery, right? Okay, come
0: on. And they're inviting her because they know she's not going to ask any of them. There's exactly. no ask. What is she asking of them? To just give a couple of black people Oscars. Like, they're not even giving them like the, the great ones. Like, you know what I'm no. saying? What, what do they do? They give the best ones. And that's part of the joke. Telling you that's part of the joke. Absolutely. Having her there, giving it to Green Room, that's part of the joke. Right. They're like, we're not even giving you like the good Oscars. You right. know? We're, we're giving you. Uh we're we're giving green room. That's the punctuation. The end of the night. That's the punchline. They're fucking laughing at her. That's the punchline. They brought her over there. Let her take all these pictures of all these celebrities, like like she's a kid, you know. Um, and then they um and here here's uh here's here's one more thing, another example of what happened today. Uh did you guys see what happened with Jason Johnson getting uh checked by a white guy?
2: Yeah, I seen that shit.
0: Yeah, he got checked by a blue check white guy, and this one was even worse. Than the one that um happened to Lexi Alexander. This one was he needed some, like some like burn cream because this was bad. So Jason Johnson, they're trying really hard. <laughs> he said he needed
1: burn cream.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one was this one was bad.
0: Um, I actually, felt almost a little bit bad for him. Like not really, but a little bit. One thing they're trying to do now is they're trying to do everything they can to ADOs um look like um bots and trolls. Uh, it's the same the same thing that they try to do. Like Hillary was saying, everything's about Russia. So this is the three narratives. Bernie ados and black people who don't like kamala are actually um bots and trolls and russia is behind like uh all of it and also black men are just angry at her because uh they hate um black women one other thing they're trying to do is also say that uh, the ados are actually like secret maga people and they're like right-wing fascists and they're (laughs) they're even down with um they're even down with what do you call it and culture. so this is what jason johnson also they're down with the alt-right too (laughs) yeah yeah so jason johnson says um also blood and soil is like a code word for the um white nationalist white nationalist movement right so he says See how the ADO West blood and soil lineage narrative fits right in with the right wing fascists. Jesus, Just watch how Trumpists and the alt-right start using it to peel off the black vote in 2020. That's what Jason Johnson said. So he says that the, he calls them the ADO West blood and soil, which is really a fucked up thing to say. He's yeah. calling them white nationalists. and that, They
1: were saying that before, prior to uh, Charlottesville, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. right? They
0: were chanting mm-hmm. blood and soil. Yeah, they said blood and soil. So, so, so he calls it. Yeah. So he calls people who come to the West the new blood and soil, right? <laughs> and and then he says, watch out, This is the thing he says. Watch how Trumpists and the alt right start using it to peel off the black vote. Okay, so what? Say that happens. What does that mean? That means that you guys are fucked up so bad that you let alt right people actually outflank you that's on that's on you and and if if the alt-right does outflank them it's because of people like you constantly bashing black men i'm not saying it's right to go into trump's corner but you can understand to why people would check out on you oh, or yeah. at the very least not vote at all like all they want to do is just do the same behavior that drove the people away, do it more. It's like when somebody tries to nag you twice as hard to engage you instead of realizing that the sad, nagging the sad is right. thing
2: about it is, is that there's more and more people that really didn't give a fuck about politics when Trump won the last time that care now that are paying attention and they're yeah. normal black people. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have these ulterior motives and you know, this kind of shit. And it's going to really, you talking about burn cream, man, you know? yep. <laughs> 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 these motherfuckers this is going to get to the point, you know, I'm, I'm kind of crazy. So, it's going to get to the point they're just going to be on Twitter calling us niggers. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah that, sure. that happened. There you go. See, I made it up. I didn't know it already happened. <laughs> well, but, Not, not but, with that yeah, specific yeah. thing. But oh, you're talking about rhythm. the little moist dude. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. But,
0: but, but check this out. This uh, this guy, Josh Olson, right? I never heard of him before, but listen to this. He's white. He has a blue check. This is like the worst nightmare. And this is what I was saying to D is what we have to do. Because I know this, is, this probably hurt his little heart. He's white. <laughs> he has a blue check. His profile says this, Oscar-nominated screenwriter. So this guy's been Oscar-nominated. He's a screenwriter. He, um, writer of Bronzeville, uh, lives in Hollywood. Um, I looked at who he's following. He's following, like, all these um, left-wing people. I looked at his follower list, and he's followed by Chapel people, by Elizabeth Brunig, James Adomian, um, Patton Oswalt, the comedian, and, you know, like. Different like celebrities and stuff. So, this person is somebody who's like their dream because they know they love access. They love the idea of can I get into Hollywood? Can I get into media? This is the kind of person that they want to have in their corner. And this is what this person, yeah, this is what this person responded. This is even worse than what Lexi Alexander said to Terrell Starr. He said, Man, you just love having your vote taken for granted, don't you? Truly repellent watching Democratic Party operatives openly attacking African American voters. Shame on you. And then Jason Johnson, and this is the exact same thing Terrell Starr said. He said, are you talking to me or Chuck Woolery? Like, remember Terrell Starr was shocked. He's like, are you talking to me or are you talking to the person I'm bashing? Because yeah. the was shocked, like, wait a minute, I'm one of the black people you're supposed to like, you know? Right. You know, w- wait, what's going on? Am I losing you? Like, they both responded the same way. He says, sitting to Lexi Alexander, you're talking to me or you're talking to uh, the person I'm quoting. And right. that's what he said. He goes, You watching all you paid MSNBC Isn't folks. Isn't that the same
1: thing Lexi did?
0: That's to, the same thing. Yep. right now. <laughs> yep, she goes, You watching all you paid wow. MSNBC folks go after the ADOS movement. He used the word ADOS. ADOS movement is an important reminder. There really is no mainstream left-wing media in America. And then Jason Johnson said, reparations is a real conversation. And this is what they always do. They always try to, this is like the mafia. You know the mafia always boost each other? He tries to say it and then say, don't listen to them. Listen to us. He goes, reparations is a real conversation and policy pushed by groups like National African American Reparations Commission and NCOBRA for years. Okay, yeah, maybe for years, but they're not the reason why it's hitting the, Traction At now. All. It doesn't matter. you no. talked about it for a hundred years. Invent right. Cornell and Antonio More and Sandy Darity are the reason why it's gaining traction now. So I shut Fans. the fuck up. Like right. It goes #ados is a hashtag invented 15 minutes ago by a bunch of <laughs> nativist cranks pretending they invented water because their shoes are wet. it goes well, you know what? Those 15 minutes ago cranks. Outflank the fuck out of you, you know what I'm saying? Oh god! That just makes that just makes you uh, worse, right? And then um, somebody somebody responded. I'll stick with ADOs and Corbett is is ineffective, you know. <laughs> and and then, and then but but this is what Josh Olson responded. He went hard. He goes that is very much not the truth. And this is their biggest fear that white people aren't going to believe the self-promotion anymore i noticed her is a little hard that is very much not the truth i've known yvette carnell for years and this has been a project she and tone talks have been working on for many years he not only didn't go for it he named the right people Damn, wow. when you guys when you guys go on the air and spew this That's stuff it? when you guys go in the air and spew this stuff you're erasing a real movement made up of real people and then this is what the guy said do you even know what NCobra is? Do you even know what N-A-A-R-C is? No. These organizations have been around for decades doing real work. You've got a hashtag and some real trolls. Get back to me when you've done some reading. So he's gotten that sassiness. He's oh, like, oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. But he's hurt
0: from the rejection. He's hurt because I'm hurt that I love you and you're rejecting yeah. me. That's, yeah. that's what that is. Yeah. And But what he doesn't even understand is he's hurting his own case. Because if he's right that this guy hasn't heard of this shit, all he's all these emphasizing how ineffective they are you know what's the point of hitting them the link now like you can't you can't hit somebody with your work after someone else is the one that is the reason why they know about something it's it's irrelevant like you know like um you can't say well i've been talking about it longer it's like well, who cares i didn't hear about it from you right and you exactly. do a better job right so this is what josh Olson said and i know you have to go the but we're almost done okay. it's not it's not about reading it's about knowing for a fact that the people and the group you're claiming are trolls who just got here is absolutely a hundred percent not true. And then Jason Johnson goes, they are trolls. ADOS showed up fifteen minutes ago and you're bojangling, which is a kind of a racist term. What like, the so hell? he's a white guy. What the fuck is he saying? So he's basically calling the white guy a coon, which is weird. You're bojangling for a nativist ahistoric movement that has more in common with the alt-right and Trumpist than it does any true black liberation movement. And he goes giving you the benefit of the doubt they showed up on your radar 15 minutes ago and because they like a lot of people have real issues with Kamala Harris party is unleashing its media machine on them it's reprehensible yep. which is crazy white people are seeing against even white blue checks he goes I have huge issues with some of their positions I'm not a supporter or an endorser of everything they have to say but it's essential that MSNBC not be allowed perpetrate this sort of fraud and then um he even goes I I'd never heard of the guy before but Not shocking to find out his bread is buttered by the network that fired Ed Schultz for wanting to once in a while cover Bernie Sanders on a campaign. So he basically said, I haven't even heard of you before, Jason Johnson. So he actually added Jason Johnson to a list of people he hasn't even heard of uh, before. And the very last thing I'm going to say is, as we speak, as we've been on the air, Roland uh, Roland Martin, Angela Rye, and even Simone Sanders, all these people have been going on air and going places and now saying that the root and these places, the places that have actually made um, reparations into. Yeah, the yeah. battle for relevancy. Yeah, man. They see yeah, that it's yeah. slipping. they see Yeah. That, isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: They see so, that, okay, they're not coming to us, so we got
2: to figure out a way to get it back. We got to circumvent it is. the power. Because these 80 ADOS people are in the way, so the only thing we could do is because I'm on TV, I can be seen more than them. All I gotta do is lie and say you're. You know, it's the same thing that you're right. It's the same thing that Hillary did with the Trump thing. Now, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. But everything was about Russia with her. Yeah, even the shit that wasn't. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like okay, you're gonna just lie flat
0: out. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. And on top of that, so now the going places, and now that they realize that three people nancy pelosi kamala harris or elizabeth warren all thought the reparations are like mm-hmm. shit we've been outflanked now we gotta pretend that we're the ones who uh um, but the
2: but the white liberals the, but the white people know that they didn't create this shit they know it exactly. they're telling them to their
0: face they're telling you to their face and this is what uh simone sanders came on um msnbc and said today and to give context to make this uh more disgusting on february 5th simone sanders said this said this i see the bots don't have anything to say when i logically lay out the point i'm making about kamala harris she puts up an emoji a sassy emoji saying how um you know because she was saying black men don't have a right to weigh in on kamala harris and everyone who's weighing in is a bot and simone sanders said for heaven's sake sorry sorry yvette carnell from breaking brown who's the one who's behind all this and the ADOS hashtag said, "For heaven's sake, just make your case and have a seat." You said Luke didn't know enough to speak about politics, and you don't have enough digital analysis to be out here talking about bots. So on February February seventh, I mean, she was saying how um, this is all bots, and she was arguing with the f- the founder of the modern uh, reparations movement. Here's what she said today on CNN.
1: Conversation one. I'd like to note the only reason we're having a conversation about reparations is right now is uh, because a Steed, a very good reporter from the New York Times, got all of these candidates on the record in a New York Times story,
3: and then also kudos to the root for the reporting that they did. Wow. So me is like, mm, I don't know if we, I don't know if we should answer the answer the inquiry. But I will say, <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. I'm like, oh, right, man, come that, on know, now. reparations. That's a tough one. It's been yeah, going if you see like the
0: visual, years, right? there's two yeah. black women but talking. I about but I, I, don't know the other one is, but but. The <laughs> Was... I think the
1: conversation, one, I'd like to know the only reason we're having a conversation.
0: Yeah, isn't that, isn't that fucking nuts? Like, wow. the audacity, like, you can't just see their tweets. And Angela Rye is now tweeting about yay reparations and stuff. And she was one of the people pushing the bot hashtag and saying, like, you know, reparations is like.
1: So the sheepdogs have, the sheep heard that the, the sheepdogging is taking on a different tack. You know what I'm saying? Now they...
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, Antonio, and Antonio Moore uh, posted the Intercept article. He's like, three weeks ago, no one would touch reparations to blacks two weeks ago ados were bots by angela rye Ann reed and simone sanders last week all the major democratic candidates were forced to see u.s reparations and the ados hashtag now all of a sudden all the same black people are, are ignoring the whole thing that were bots and they're saying that reparations is a real movement but they were the ones who <laughs> brought it to the these people are fucking sick
2: they are it's disgusting
1: they have to find a way to stay in front of the camera and in front of the mic man i'm right, telling right, you yeah. bro the, yeah. the good thing about that the good
2: thing about there's a huge portion of people that know they're full of shit, but that also means we gotta go harder
1: you got that's oh man i'm gonna go you that said much that. harder they gotta you, press you, you, harder yeah, yeah
0: yeah angela angela Wright tweeted i look forward to them finally considering and passing the reparations bill Rep- representative connor's Conyers introduced it for years and it's like what the fuck you were just arguing with these people but yeah so that's what i think so this has just been like a long answer to these questions but i think what we're doing getting even white people to turn against them because that really hurts their hearts that's what they that hurts them more than us being mad at them because we Mm. have no way to reward or punish them
2: exactly that's the whole point
0: And they don't respect us. They don't want to be us. But but once we get the white people against them, like that's what they hate. Like I know a lot of them probably tell their white friends, you know, don't listen to the champagne sharks, don't listen to so so and stuff, because you know that's what Mm. they fucking uh, hate. Yeah, and that's that double episode. I think we hit on everything very well. I mean, there's so much fuckery going on. It gets so hard to hit everything. Like, if you waited by tomorrow, there would be like 12 more things <laughs> that would happen.
2: Like, I mean, shit, at this crazy. point, and R. Kelly is having another Big Mac right now.
0: I mean, shit, if we had the time, we could make this a fucking daily show. Like,
2: you yeah, know, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And you not run out, not, not
0: out. Run out yeah. of yeah. material. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It's not for a lack of material, that's for sure. Lack. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, I'm all done. I'll let you guys uh, take us out if you have any last words.
2: Uh... I don't have any last words. I wish, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, we keep we keep uh, hammering this shit out, man. you guys want to record every day, let's do it every day. Let's make it happen. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah,
0: they fucking do it, man. Yeah. Let's
1: say to the ADOS movement, Yvette Carnell, Tone, um, who else? Tariq and she, all of them, man. Keep your foot on the gas pedal. Use your yeah, platform. Henrietta Snacks. Yeah, Henrietta yeah, Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> all of y'all, man. Keep your foot on the gas pedal because Black Authority, ready Professor
0: to, Black Truth. Yeah, I'll,
1: right. And, they're getting ready to try and. A Houdini on you and and hijack you know the movement and, and yeah. take over the microphone so you know
2: you got hopefully go hopefully um, I want to cut you off uh, D but hopefully go hopefully ahead. all of these people come together on one accord and, and come together on code because those other motherfuckers are gonna be on code man for sure oh yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. they run the shilling code like that's one thing Did they do have a code when it comes to having no code like like like, like they they have a code about no integrity they have yeah. a no integrity code yeah that it's like honor among thieves like you know they have a code with each other that that, that omerta
2: yeah but ADO, you know it, ADOS but, but, but,
0: been
1: on their ass that's right for sure. yeah yeah right.
0: but but like but like the real mafia you know how the mafia nowadays like that omerta is a, a myth all they do now is snitch on each other and mm-hmm. stuff um these people the 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 Blavity Mafia are like the real mafia now in that it's all just a bunch of rats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and the Ada West people, I'll give it to them right now. They are like original old school mafia, the, pre, the pre-drug the pre mafia when, you know, people are willing to take a hit. Like, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. And they all staying right. on it, man. It's, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, man. So I'll talk to you guys soon. And to the listeners, um, keep coming back. It's only going to get better in the election year. I think this is when we shine. All right, Peace. Dude, no
1: doubt. Peace.
0: Peace.